Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I wanna do now is making it last. What is the role of compliments in family relationships? This is Making It Last podcast, and I'm your host, Noreen Dillon. And with me is my friend, my yeah, let me leave it at friend because <laughs> she wears several hats. Melissa Flinch, host, medical student, orator, former debater, <laughs> several other things. But Melissa, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to see you. Yes, yeah. always good to see yeah. you too. Now, Melissa, what is the role of compliments in family relationships? Okay, before I get into it, first off, I love your hair. Like, let's just let's just have this moment. Okay. Every time I see you, we're doing something, and I appreciate it. Okay. And I'm also loving the fact that you, as busy as you are, you take time out to have these sessions and have these talks, okay. and you know the impact that it has. You're not completely sure of the intensity of the impact but mm. you know it's reaching people Thank so you. kudos to you thank you now we're just gonna use that hair okay now the first mm. thing that i told you was okay. that i liked your hair and i see that as a normal compliment mm -hmm. the thing i said after though is what i consider affirmation okay affirmation is when you are hmm, i'm gonna use that adding to the foundation of what someone already has and it's more than, oh, just a compliment, because you can give a compliment whether or not you know somebody. But affirmation says, I know your process. I know what you're battling. I know your obstacles to do what you do. And I am proud of what you do. The household that I grew up in was one where the love languages were physical touch okay. and words of affirmation, where I will be going through a day and my brother just messages me out of the blue and he's like, hey, queen, keep your head up. So, okay, I can do that. Mm. <laughs> I can do that. And I find that that has translated to how I relate with people because you can get compliments from anybody. Really, you can. But how do I make sure that this person is not being too hard on themselves mm. and is understanding that where they are right now is where they need to be and it is far further than they thought they would have been last year. So calm down, slow your roll. You're doing good. And we see you. Now, if you were wondering why is it I would have asked this young lady to speak <laughs> on this topic, I think you just got your answer. <laughs> so you, you are currently a medical student, but I know you have some work experience under your belt because even as a student, I, I knew that you worked while you were studying and even after you graduated, you worked for a bit. Mm -hmm. So let's focus a lot in terms of, well, in terms of how even growing up with a culture of affirmation. And I'm loving that you use the term affirmation instead of compliment. Mm -hmm. How then did maybe that impact even on how you relate outside of your home? Mm. Um, inside our home, mm -hmm. we were very conscious of potential. Okay. Um, and there was like a, always a slight competition, but you mm. stress, so the positive stress, you stress. Well, I remember coming home after getting highest GPA for my class and for the school, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And I came home and I told mom, she's like, wow, Mel, congrats, dad. Wow, Mel, congrats. Told my brother and he said, what was your GPA? 
And I told him. And he's like, oh, mine was higher at that point. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. Do what you want to do. <laughs> I'm not going to be upset because I am better than that. And as a result, we were always... <laughs> mm, okay. Mm-hmm. There was always that you're doing well, but don't compare yourself to others per se. Just do well and always know what exactly you are doing it for what your inner goals are. Ah, and so okay. as a result, when I am connecting, and, and right now I'm on Mary Seacole Hall, and it mm-hmm. is my first time as one who did not grow up with sisters, mm-hmm. having sisters around me and having sisters who are younger than mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. and having my door being knocked on on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I just, I tend not to lock my door. Okay. I tend not to lock my door. Yes, I'm studying and they know I'm studying. And mm-hmm. if you need me, you know my door is open. Not, not, Mel, hey. Oh, oh, you did your hair. You just came to show me your hair. Okay, I see your hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, boo. And just being able to have those relationships where when they need to talk to someone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm there. And it's not a matter of judging them for where they are compared to where they, I think they should be, but a matter of where were you yesterday? Mm. Are you proud of that? Mm. How do we make yourself more proud? Here, what is interesting, though, in thinking of this topic, I thought of in terms of literally the family setting mm. but what you said just now we can really extend that because family isn't just your biological family mm-hmm. so you know if it is in your school environment because mm-hmm. i'm part of a department where we say that we're a family mm-hmm. so if it is that you're part of what you term as a family what mm-hmm. then we're talking about definitely applies mm-hmm. not just in terms of your biological whether your mother your father your cousin you Mm-hmm. All of that. So, yeah. Yeah. So trust, <laughs> trust Mel to give me some added insight on on something. Now, for somebody who's listening, Melissa, and they're saying, yeah, it's all well and good for you to say this because you would have been cultured or mm-hmm. socialized mm-hmm. this way. What then would you say to somebody? Say, you know, something. currently I don't have that in my space mm. and I like to create that sort of of affirmation. Mm-hmm space so to speak you know so it's conducive for that to answer that i'm going to go on something that seems like a tangent okay so bear with me okay sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was a day in class that i was bored this happens regularly and i knew the information Mm -hmm. already so I found time to make those little origami things that kids would make where you say, choose a color and it's blue, B-L-U-E, mm-hmm. choose a number. And when my class opened it up, as they followed through with it, mm-hmm. where it usually says you have a pretty name or all them foolishness there, it said, if you were prime minister of Jamaica, what would be your first move? If you weren't doing medicine, what would you be doing? And everyone is like, why are there deep questions at the end of this? Why? And they were like, oh, it's Mel. It makes sense. One of the questions was, if you could speak to anyone currently or from the past, who do you speak to and why? And that one was mine because, you know, I need my turn too. Mm-hmm. And mm. I actually told my classmates, hey, guys, later. I got to I want to do this later. And they're like, okay, sure. And I sat in the corner and started writing. And I said, if I were to get the chance to speak to anyone, I wouldn't talk to Barack Obama or Oprah or Nelson Mandela because chances are they already have a book out. 
And that book would have far more information than I could get out of a conversation Mm -hmm. and would have had much more thought and would have had editors and context and so much more. And so if I had the chance to speak to anyone, I want to talk to my future self. Mm. And she told me exactly what I know I need to hear. You know, you're going well, take it a day at a time, slow down, stop being so hard on yourself, etc. The second paragraph, because yes, we're writing paragraphs in this. Mm -hmm. Um, The second paragraph said, but in the same way that future is 20 years from now, future is also 20 minutes from Ah. now and two minutes from Mm -hmm. now and two seconds from now. And therefore I can say that my future self walks beside me. Mm. So in the same way that I would say, you know, when I grow up, when I get older, I'm going to be more organized. I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to know how to connect better with people. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. The future self walks beside me. And she is this. And there is a guide who walks beside mm-hmm. me. And I am making sure mm-hmm. that my future self is proud. So it's not a matter of saying, you know, five years from now, I'm going to be better at connecting with people. And I'm going to actually mm-hmm. call and mm-hmm. message people. Mm-hmm. Nah, I am my future self. Therefore, I'm going to do this now. And so to the person who's wondering, mm-hmm. how do I create this space? One, you create the space by realizing that you can do it right now. Mm. And now that you know that you can do it right now, look it up on YouTube. Get a book or two. Find out from persons who you see are connecting well with others. What do you do? And how can I make my space more loving, more warm? How can I connect better mm. with people? Um, read the family bit. What makes family tricky mm, mm. is that there's an expectation that it's supposed to be warm. Mm. And because of that expectation, we think everything's supposed to just fall into place. place. And when it doesn't, mm-hmm. something's wrong with our family. Pause. Mm. Mm. You have to connect first to yes. get warm. Yes. So, okay, if I were approaching you as a stranger, if I were approaching you as someone who I want to build a relationship with, mm-hmm. how do I do this? Find out your likes. Mm-hmm. Find out your dislikes. Mm-hmm. Find out what matters to you. And I feel like by going out of my way to connect deeper mm-hmm. with persons, mm-hmm. it has made my life so much better because it's no longer high and by what's that person's name again. Mm-hmm. It is... Friday, it was what Thursday, leaving school and running around to put something together for one of my favorite lecturers. She hasn't taught me, but she was telling my mom on the phone that when she, the last time she saw me, she had just come in from classes and I was sitting on her floor outside of her door, Mm -hmm. writing a thank you note, planning to slip it under her door. And I got caught red handed. Whoa. And I said, mom, I need to do a little gift basket for her. And I was like, what do you want to go in it? Because thankfully, mom was in a position where she could just say, mm-hmm. let me know and I'll do it on the way to you. Mm-hmm. And quirky as it is, it was a basket that was surrounded by Frito's chips with a Eva wine, non-alcoholic mm-hmm. wine in the middle. Mom's like, Melissa, are you really giving this to someone from the faculty of medical sciences? I'm like, mm-hmm. She'll know. And she messaged me this morning saying, Melissa, how did you know I like Fritos? And I'm like, you said it once. It was 
randomly in a conversation where she said she couldn't find them. That's the deeper conversation. That's the deeper mm. connections that you want with mm. people. Yes, this person is my superior. Yes, she's up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're going to have this relationship where something that you really like, we're listening out to say, how can I connect better? How can I make mm-hmm. this person's mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. worthwhile? How can I be the person that I want in my life? Yeah. You've, you've, you've said a lot, but if if it is that you could just basically just sum everything up in, say, a three-step process of, of what the role is and even how then to ensure that we create that environment, mm-hmm. what would that three-step process be? Mm. Step one starts with yourself. It starts with analyzing your life. Mm-hmm your challenges, your obstacles, whether or not you feel like you are overcoming them, realizing how hard you are on yourself. Okay. I think that as a result of step one, you can then go into step two with being more peaceful with the Mm. people you deal with, knowing Mm. that they're dealing with more than they're telling you. And then from there, step three is reaching them in a way that you would want to be reached. Being their calm, being their peace, being the person who calls them out when necessary. But just being to others who you would want to be for yourself. But at the same time, um, I think it's Dale Carnegie who says in his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Mm -hmm. that as much as you love cupcakes, you don't use cupcakes to fish. Mm. Well, yes, you're reaching out to persons from an understanding of here's how I would want to be reached, but at the same time, understand that you would want to be reached with the things that apply to you. So you got to take time and say, how do I best reach this person Mm -hmm. from a genuine point of view, from a a basis of good intentions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for wanting this person to live a life that makes their heart feel light in all the heaviness that already happens? Yeah. All I will say is this. Thank you (laughs) for this conversation. And the focus has always been about how to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with other people. This is Noreen Daly. Until next time. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I want to do now. Making it last